Psalm 39 To the choir master To Jejuthun A Psalm of David I said I will guard my ways that I may not sin with my tongue. I will guard my mouth with a muzzle so long as the wicked are in my presence. I was mute and silent. I held my peace to no avail and my distress grew worse. My heart became hot within me. As I mused, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. O Lord, make me know my end, and what is the measure of my days? Let me know how fleeting I am. Behold, you have made my days a few handbreadths, and my lifetime is as nothing before you. Surely all mankind stands as a mere breath. Selah. Surely a man goes about as a shadow. Surely for nothing they are in turmoil. Man heaps up wealth and does not know who will gather. And now, O Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the scorn of the fool. I am mute. I do not open my mouth, for it is you who have done it. Remove your stroke from me. I am spent by the hostility of your hand. When you discipline a man with rebukes for sin, you consume like a moth what is dear to him. Surely all mankind is a mere breath. Selah. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears, for I am a sojourner with you, a guest like all my fathers. Look away from me, that I may smile again before I depart and am no more. The shortness of life, the frailty of this transient existence. Psalm 39 reminds us of the book of Ecclesiastes and its sober reminder of the frightful brevity of life in this world. From about age 30 on, our bodies are powering down. We are dying. As James puts it, you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. This is a key theme of this solemn psalm. What then? Are we to throw up our hands and give up on life? By no means. Rather, we are to pray, O Lord, make me know my end and what is the measure of my days. We are not to give way to cynicism or hopelessness. We are to be sober-minded, considering the shortness of life. We are to acknowledge our sinfulness and recognize that when we plant our hopes in the things of this world, God will discipline us and bring bitter disappointment regarding that idolatry. He will consume like a moth what is dear to him. Why does the Lord do this? Why is his hand so heavy upon us at times? Because he loves us too much to allow us to follow our natural inclinations to build our joy on the sandy foundation of the things of earth, even good things like health or money or vacations or family or education or work. He insists that our final hope rests on him. Only then will we be spared ultimate disappointment, for God is the one hope of this life who will not, in the end, let us down. Thank you.